podcast contains views and thoughts that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Spoiler content will be included in this podcast, so if you do not want to be spoiled, you might want to wait until the podcast hits the archives. Accordingly, the thoughts and views of our hosts or callers do not reflect the views of the Missy AE podcast or any of the Whispers groups. My head really hurts. My head really hurts from watching this past week. But anyways, welcome everybody to another edition of the Misty AE podcast. Uh, tonight we will try to bring to you uh, a recap of whatever the hell happened this week. I, it, I mean, it, it's getting kind of pathetic, honestly, what we're watching uh, unfold this season. Uh, 
obviously Cam went, which, I mean, that's great. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, obviously, you know, you want to get rid of the threats uh, as soon as the jury starts. But <laughs> jag, jag, jag. Oh, boy. I'm going to have a lot to say about him tonight, I think, because, yeah, uh, I don't think I've seen any stupider of a, of a player who claims to be a game player, but is completely chicken shit to make the moves that he needs to make, especially when you have an invisible HOH. Something that was supposed to be invisible and unknown to the rest of the cast. Everybody knows he's HOH now. So, I mean, congratulations, big brother. This twist uh, was basically for nothing. The only hope is maybe perhaps with the veto being double, I guess whatever the multiplier power, whatever, but I don't know. I had the thing on mute, but uh, whatever the hell that veto twist is supposed to be, uh, who knows? Maybe this will help redeem it. I doubt it, but we have Melissa and Reggie uh, starting off with us tonight to try and try and wrap our head, if we can at all, around what the hell we're watching. Uh, Melissa, do you, do you think you can answer that question? What, what are we watching here? Um, you have someone who is way overthinking. They've got, they're overthinking the things so much that they have themselves completely confused about what's really going on, okay? Uh, Okay, so before Jag was thinking, Blue is going after Corey, Corey is going after Blue. We need them to fight each other, okay? Um, But now that he has won the HOH, He feels more threatened by blue. I don't know if it's something that Cameron told him. I don't remember. But something somebody told him makes him believe that blue is actually after him and Matt. Okay? Okay. He totally believes this. He totally believes that blue is after him and Matt. Okay, so he also, on top of that, he's thinking down the road to jury, okay? He's thinking jury, being in the final two seats. If he gets rid of Corey or America... He sees them as two votes. Um, And where one goes, the other will follow, okay? 
So he thinks that if he got rid of Corey, not only would America, he would lose Corey's vote, and not only that, but America, he would lose America's vote, and America would be after him. So then he would have Blue and America after him. Right? Right. So, and then he's going back and forth and around and around, and he's talking in circles. And I, I truly think he's confused. He's confused. He doesn't know which end is up. So he's going with his first thought was, get rid of Blue because she's after me. So Uh, that's why she is on the block right now. I'll tell you one thing, Melissa. uh, I'll tell you one thing. If he's confused now, then what would be the entire season so far? Well, he's been confused the entire season. He has been. He has been confused the entire season season, Steve, since day one, or actually, no, since he lost Riley. Yeah. He lost Riley. Riley was his ride or die. He loses her, and his whole game blew apart. Then he decides, okay, I'm going to be part of this seven deadly sins, and We're going to roll with these people. This is going to be our group. We're going to put all of our trust in them, and we're going to roll with this group. Seven deadly sins to the end. But what he didn't realize is that it wasn't real, not in the eyes of everybody else in it, like Sari, Izzy, Jared. They all, it was just a fake alliance to keep them happy, right? Right. And it and it blew his mind to find out that the seven deadly sins was not a thing. He was devastated. Right? Right. So then he got to the point where he didn't know the only person he knew he could trust was Matt. That's the only person, only other person he knew he could trust. He wants to trust other people so badly. He does. But the only person that he can truly trust is Matt. He can also trust Blue. I don't think Blue would go after him and Matt before she would go after Corey in America. Exactly. But no, he's Which convinced. Is why it makes he's no convinced. Sense. He is convinced that Blue is after him. And that's, I think, it was Cam that told him that. Or maybe it was Corey. I, that, I don't know. That's why I put that's why I put that uh that poll in the uh in, in uh Big Brother Whispers. Because it makes absolutely yeah. no sense for him to go after somebody who is supposed to be an ally. It's like he's basically pulling a Felicia and Sari right now by going after and I, I, I I'm not. I'm not comparing Blue to Heisem. They're two completely different competitors. One is actually worth a shit, and the other one uh, screwed Jared for however many weeks. Um, you know, it's seriously, especially 
with the jury starting and you have an anonymous HOH, well, first off, it's his own damn fault that, uh, number one, Sari and Felicia already know that he's flat out lying about a lot of shit that he's, uh, that he's mentioned so far. Uh, well, I know things. that, but they still, they are still in the dark about who actually has it. They have it, they have it narrowed down to Jag, Corey, and America. They know it's one of those three. Felicia's heavily weighing on Jag. Ceree's not so sure. But, and Blue is convinced that it's Corey and America. So, the thing that, um, but those are the only just, three that don't know. Right. I mean, the thing, but Jack the thing says really he's going to, to tell three. He's going to tell three tomorrow after the veto. <laughs> you know, the, uh, another another thing too is I can't even believe that he's contemplating. Now, keep in mind, uh, it's been talked about, it's been discussed that his final three would be him, three, and Matt, and yet. He's willing to – he originally was willing to put up a part of his final three up on the block this week. Originally, the, the nominations were going to be Felicia and Sari because he is so deathly afraid that the almighty uh, challenge master, Blue, was going to win a competition for once. So originally, he was just going to put up – Sari and Felicia hope that Blue doesn't get doesn't get picked or doesn't win, and then backdoor Blue. I mean, it. Uh, Reggie, try try to make some sense of. Uh, I mean, obviously, obviously, Melissa gave us a a huge breakdown of Jag's mindset so far, but. I, I mean. Is he really this far gone in his own head that he doesn't even trust somebody who was supposed to be an ally of his? Well, I think he um, – somebody played with his mind, you know, and I think he's festered on that. And really, Corey and America, Felicia, um, Tari and Blue – besides him and Matt, are the only people left. Well, he won't do anything with Matt. I mean, they're joined at the hip. So I wish he would have put, like, Felicia and Blue up or Felicia and Corey, and then if Corey won POV, put America up. It's it's just, oh, my God, it's just like, oh, my gosh. I'm so... I mean, doesn't, doesn't they're this scream... HOHs. Exactly. I was, I was about to say, doesn't this scream another wasted opportunity? I mean, at this point, mm-hmm. yeah. at this point, yeah. Corey, Corey and America are just going to slide right to the end because, like I mentioned, I think it was last week or the week before, uh, even even if Jag is sitting in the jury and the and Corey and America are in the final three, 
Jags going to think it's too it's too early to target them, even though he would be sitting in the jury. Well, I mean, seriously, he's got to target somebody. And you know what? Time. If that happens, if that happens, if Jag and Matt, Corey, and America are the only ones left in the final four, say Matt gets HOH, puts up Corey and America, will one of them right. win veto, and the, then Jag will go up. Who gets to vote? Isn't it the one of the couples? It's the veto holder. Yes. Yes. So who do you think they're going to vote out? Oh, wait a minute. Jag or Matt, whichever one didn't get HOH. And then it's two against one. So I see what you're saying exactly. I, I don't understand. I, they all say, oh, he's a threat. He's a threat. Well, damn it, get him out. They well, already he doesn't want to have the blood. He does not want to have the blood on his hands. That's his problem. Because he thinks that if he got rid of Corey in America, he would lose both of their votes in the end. So he would well, prefer you know not he to be the one to, to take him out. Up. He needs to suck it up and say, yeah, I got the showmance out. I did this and I did that. I deserve mm-hmm. to win. But he's right. not looking at it this way. No. But I'm telling you right now, this is weighing very heavily on Matt. Matt is not liking this at all. He's not. Oh, it should be. It should be weighing heavily on mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Because I he, think deep um, down he knows yeah. that they have a shot right now. I think deep down he knows they have a legitimate shot to potentially take out, potentially take out, uh, you know, somebody like a Corey or an America, and instead they're going to go for the easy target again. Well, I hope that yeah. that Matt gets veto or somebody, and that then Jag does remove, say, Blue, puts up Corey or America, and they'll vote him out. That's my hope. <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, unless somebody really gets in his ear and says, dude, what, I mean, okay, so he's going to tell Sari after the veto that he is the HOH, okay? And I am praying that Sari sits him down and says, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're going to get out Blue or Felicia? Come on now. Your biggest threat right now is Corey. You have got to get that boy out of here. Right? Right. So uh, that's that's my hope, is that once he tells Sari, Sari will get in his ear. All I know is I will laugh my ass off so badly if the final four is Matt, Jag, uh, Corey, and America, and the exact thing that Reggie described ends up happening. I will laugh my ass off so hard because it's literally staring, it's, it's literally staring them in the face right now. They have the opportunity 
to take out a part of a showman. In, in particular, it would probably be better if they took out Corey because he's the bigger threat of the two. You know, and I, I think the thing that Jag is completely missing is Jag doesn't think that Corey would take it as a, that Corey would, uh, you know, would appreciate the game move. But then again, Jag doesn't know that Corey is a super fan of, of Big Brother. Right. So I actually think, believe it or not, I actually think that Corey would actually respect the move if the move was made. Because otherwise, so do I. So do I. Really, you can't. You can't really call him a true super fan if he mm-hmm. ends up. Uh, if he ends up being bitter over a game move. Right. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be bitter. I don't think he'd be bitter, but that's Jag for you. Jag is going I mean, to be seriously. kicking himself, kicking himself for not making the move. Because guaranteed, although, uh, I don't know, um, Jag will still get to play in next week's HOH. Yeah, that's how, that's how uh, yeah. the, last time, the last time there was an uh, anonymous HOH, that's, that's what happened last time. Except the difference was, I believe, uh, the anonymous HOH wasn't allowed to actually win again. They had to throw it. Yeah, they had to throw it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, and here, here's the thing, too. His, it, it's on his dumbass, the fact that he decided to tell everybody, uh, everybody that would listen, hey, I'm the anonymous HOH, uh, when really, you know, he could have revealed, like, if he, say he took, say he took out Corey this week and he made it to finale night. You know, obviously Corey wouldn't have time to stew on the decision when when uh, he would officially reveal it. He wouldn't have time to stew on that decision. He would have to make a split decision right there, and I guarantee you he would respect the move. Well, that's not the way that Jag thinks, and I mean – I'm not happy with the way he's playing the game. I'm not happy with Jag at all. If I had my way, Corey and America would be on that block, period. But, you know, he was trying to talk Bowie into going up as a pawn, and she was losing her damn mind. I couldn't even believe it. But you have to look at it from you have to look at it from all angles, and I I guess that that's my downfall because I do look at it from all angles. What's going through his head? What's making him make this decision? And that's just Jack. It's just <laughs> you know Zingbot had it right. Lamborghini, Lamborghini. Yeah, Lane Lane Bergini, yeah. Uh I mean mm-hmm. it's it is really pretty pathetic. What what we're seeing, you know, 
he described himself as wanting to be the goofy guy, but then turn out to, you know, but, but then it turns out he's actually a real, uh, like a, like a genius. And we're not seeing that out of him this, this season so far. We're not seeing anything close to uh, what he's describing himself as wanting to be. Uh, It's, it is honest, honestly really pathetic. I, you know, I'd put it this way: if he is in the final, the final two against Matt, I believe Matt's winning. Yep, me too, and good. I'm glad. Because if anything, I feel that Jag for not having the balls to make a move when he had the opportunity to. I feel he would probably get dragged for that, if anything. He would probably get dragged for it during, uh, during uh, what's it called, uh, final two questioning. The round. Yeah. I don't know. I it's, can tell you it, that. It is. Mm. Honestly, it's know. just really pathetic. It's just really pathetic what we're seeing out of him. Uh, uh, now, you know, getting rid of Cam, I understand getting rid of Cam because you're getting rid of a gigantic threat, which obviously, you know, you don't want him to potentially pull a uh, uh, pull a Jackson Mickey and he ends up basically winning his way to the end through competition. But I understand that. But and it it even go it even goes back to last week, where he had an opportunity or they had an opportunity to get rid of Corey, and, and before the jury, might I add, uh, they had the opportunity to get or wait no last week was when the jury officially started so uh, they had an opportunity to get rid of Corey right out right out the right out the gate and. Wait a minute. No, it was two weeks ago because two weeks ago Cam was HOH. Okay, let me start this over again. When Cam was HOH, they had the opportunity to get rid of Corey. He instead decided to listen to Jag and Matt. That's strike one. Strike two, they have the opportunity, you know, Bowie has the opportunity to make a big move get rid of Corey, but instead she decides to get rid of her, uh, of the one person who's actually stuck up for her the entire game. And common denominator there, Jagged Matt. Number three, I believe this week. You have an opportunity to get rid of Corey. Instead, what are you going to do? You're going to get rid of one of your allies. Okay, this right so here. the problem, the one thing I have to say about that, the one thing I have to say about that is Cam was a good move. Yeah, it was. I agree with that. Okay. So, anyway, um, go ahead and talk. I want to, um, I'm going to put myself on mute for a minute because I want to listen to this video or this clip. Okay. Um, and see what he has to say to Blue. Hang on. 
Well, I just feel like strike three is going to be this week where he has the opportunity once again get rid of, to get rid of Corey. And because, because, he, because he doesn't uh, have the balls to make the move, I have a feeling that one of two things is going to happen. Either A, he makes it to the final three, but he gets dragged by the jury because of the fact that he didn't have the balls to make a move. Or B, what Reggie mentioned earlier, which is, which is he gets to the fi- or uh, he gets to the final four with with Matt, Corey, and America. Uh, Corey and America are up. One of them wins veto, and then Jag is the one that gets voted out. And he'll have I nobody really to blame like but himself. Right. And that right there is where I feel he is really missing a golden opportunity right now. But then again, I've said that the last two weeks. So. I mean, it's. I know. For for a cast. For a cast that looked like it was that looked like it had potential all of a sudden to just completely go down the drain like this. And just to even bring up the fact that, you know, he even thought about putting up Sari and Felicia as his initial nominees. That's basically an, a complete, all, all just a backdoor blue. Blue's not going to win a competition. She hasn't even come close in any single competition so far. I agree. She's no threat. And I'm sure this had to crush Blue. I just feel bad. It's like you all had everything that you wanted. You could have put up Corey in America. If one of them got off, put up a pawn and still vote out either Corey or America. Yeah. Because you would have Felicia, you would have Sari, and you would have either Matt or Jag. I mean, so, this, I mean, is almost you know, this is almost reminiscent of, uh, of the double eviction where, you know, Sari is, is, uh, is trying to get votes for Jared. And she literally tells she literally tells Mimi, Felicia, and Bowie in the bathroom. These are the votes right here. We are the four votes. We have the majority. And they basically just stood there and were like, "Yeah, nah, we're good. We're good with the. Uh, we're good with sending Jared out the door." It's it's literally staring them right in the face right now and i just i just have this bad feeling that you know first off first off i feel that that jag is just going to get absolutely dragged uh either post season or in the final or in the final two 
He's going to look back. I mean, even at this even strength. if he didn't win, he's going to win. You know, something. What is that? That is uh, that is the the clip that Melissa is watching. I think. Oh, okay. Melissa, is there anything is there anything specific on uh, coming out of that at all? Um, no, Jag is just lying to her. Um, I was hoping because. The, the one thing that I heard um, before I came on the pod is I was trying to listen to him, and then all of a sudden my alarm went off that it was time to call in. So, like, shit. Um, he said, well, it's just a good thing that you and I aren't on the block together. Uh, that would have been really bad, but let's not keep Nongans the same. If we win the POV, we'll, t- you know, take you down, blah, blah, blah. Then Felicia or Blue came back and said um, that she has a concern about Bowie. Apparently, there was something said about her, uh, Blue. Oh, well, I forgot and all about only... Bowie on all this. Huh? Well, I was just saying Felicia, Matt, Jag. Corey, America, and um, Tari. I forgot about Bowie still being in the house. Continue. God, that's kind of Everybody bad. has. Everybody <laughs> has. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you, Melissa. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's okay. Um, she, hang on. Uh, um, let me check something really quick here because then I... I lost my play. Okay, that is. It's repeat. Okay. Um, Anyway, she had said that she truly believes that Bowie has ties to Corey in America. She doesn't doesn't know that um, Bowie is with Matt and Jack. Okay. I, honest to God, do not know how. Jag can sit here and listen to her talking like this and not think, whoa, I may have made a mistake. Maybe it is Korean America we need to put up. But no. Mm. Well, he's done. Then he's getting mad. Then, then, Then Jag gets mad. When Felicia walks into the room, and she's like, hey, you want to come in? And she's like, no. And she walks out, and Jag is like, I don't know what I need to do to prove to her that I'm not the one targeting her. Excuse me, what? Huh? I pulled her down, blah, blah, blah. You just put her ass up. And she knows. she's She has a sense that you're the little squeak that put her on the block. So how can you expect her not to be upset? You put her on the damn block, and you're sitting here going, why is she so mad? Oh, my God. Uh, 
All right. Anyway. I mean, uh, honestly, it's just, I, I really don't know what else to say about this situation. Just so many opportunities that they will have had to get rid of Corey. And I know, I know they're probably thinking, oh, we can, get, we can get rid of him later. We have plenty of time. We can get rid of him. We can get rid of him. And I hate to tell them, but uh, that, that, that clock is, prob- is, is winding down right now as we speak. They're not going to have many other opportunities, and especially, I guarantee you, if he wins, I would not be, or if he wins HOH, I would not be surprised at all if he takes an immediate shot right at Jag or Matt. Oh, yeah, definitely. But what, who, who would uh, Jag target? Jag would probably go after Sari, right? Or, no, let's get Felicia out. Maybe Cam was right. We need, you know. My God. It's pathetic. Please. Honestly, it's, it's, yes. it is so pathetic. I think Matt would prefer to have Corey on that block. I think that he would prefer to have America and Corey up there and getting Corey out. That's what Matt would want. But he has to go along with Jack because Jack's the HOH. Jack's his, you know, his best bud. Jag is the one that keeps him abreast of what's going on in the house. And so um, he doesn't want to go against Jag at all. And I think Matt should probably put his foot down if he wins the, the power of veto. I would take him in a room and say, look, I have to challenge your decision because we really, really need to get rid of Corey in America. We really need to get rid of them. And I'm doing this for your own good. I'm using the veto. I'm taking down Blue and Felicia. And you're going to have to deal with that. Just do it. Take, just rip off the Band-Aid and do it. He needs to go if we want to win this game. Period. But I don't think Matt will do that. But that's what he needs to do. That's definitely what yeah. he needs to do. Because if Corey and America win the veto, they're not using it. If Sari won the, vi- the no. veto, she wouldn't use it. Actually, Sari might use it. She might. If she could get to Jag and say, you need to put up Corey and America. Don't waste your HOH on blue. Although, I mean, yeah, and then it could be that next week Blue wins the HOH and takes out Jag. But, you know, Jag is not the one I'm worried about. If Jag goes, I'm not that worried. I'm not that sad. The one I'm worried about is Matt. I want Matt to go to the end. Oh, my God. Just... Uh, but 
seriously, this this whole entire scenario is still just hurting my brain. It's. I know. I know it is. I know. Uh, I I I don't really know what else to, what else to say. Um. And you know, it's kind of funny because we went from. You know, we we uh, this this all stemmed from uh, Bowie, you know, who's been known as basically house furniture, winning uh, magically winning the HOH competition last week, and she didn't want and. Yeah, and she she didn't want to, and in particular, she flat out said, "I would be fine not, you know, just going to jury. I would be fine just going to jury." Which I mean, it just really pissed me off because it's like, well, if you're just, if you're just if you're fine just going to jury, why the hell are you even there? Exactly. Like. Like why? Why are you wasting everybody's time? And it's it's mind numbing. Like my God, it's. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what else. To, what else to say about this season? But it, it almost seems like we're back to the uh, to the days of. You know, summer vacation. You know, not get not giving a shit whatsoever about uh, about actually playing to win the game. It's mm-hmm. it, it's pathetic. Yeah. Oh my god. So. From what from from how it looks right now too, you know, they were they were very sure. Uh, in in particular, Corey and America were very sure that they were probably being targeted, which makes it even more astounding that you know they thought they were going to be targeted and then. It all ends up being that they don't even see the block and probably won't even see the block. Period. Yeah, and they're laughing behind his back. Yeah. I mean, it's seriously. You you literally, you just have to shake your head because. I guarantee, and this is a, this is once again why I brought up in the uh, in the group. Would you get if you had the opportunity? What would you do? Would you a get would you get rid of a showman? Would you put up an ally of the showman? Or, I mean, would you get rid of an ally of the showman? Or would you put up an ally? 
of your own. And lo and behold, that's what we that's what we've seen. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys a question. All right, hang on. Can okay. you? Uh, hang on. Tell me if you hear this. I'm nervous. Uh, somewhat. Oh. Kinda. Okay, well, I don't want to play it if you guys can't hear it. Um, well, clearly. basically, I heard, I, heard, I heard him say, I'm nervous. Yeah, I heard that, and then after that, it was a mumble. <clears throat> well, I don't want to leave you guys hang, hanging, but I also want to hear whether or not... <clears throat> Whether or not Jag tells Sari, because they're her, Matt, and Jag are in the storage room by themselves. And I saw Sari put her finger to her lips, like, and so now I want to see if he, if he told her. So I'm going to put it on mute, and then I'll let you know what, what comes of it. Okay. Okay, because... Here, here's the thing. If something does actually happen here, uh, you know, it's it's obvious. It's obviously clear as day that at some point you got to think. Well, then, then again, I, I can't. I can't really say that because uh, production will do anything that they can to protect their beloved little showman this season. They'll literally do anything at all possible. Uh, to potentially protect this showman, which I mean, I don't really understand. I don't really understand why they're doing it because it's not like they really bring anything to the table. You know, Corey, Corey in America. If anything, I still feel like a lot of it has been forced. Don't you don't you think, Reggie, with uh, when it comes to Corey in America, that a lot of their oh yeah, I think I think production is just you know playing into that and egging her along and him you know trying to further his actions towards her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Man, oh man, it's just looking. I think there has at... been more. I think there has been more wasted HOHs this year than ever before. Well, I wouldn't say than ever before. I mean, it's but, just like one week after another after another, it seems like a wasted HOH this year. Right. I mean, there, there's definitely been 
you know, uh, there, there's definitely been a huge opportunity wasted. Mm-hmm. In in multiple, uh, you know, m- multiple weeks this season. Mhm. Yep. But it's it, it, it at some point there ha there has to be some sort of there has to be some some sort of uh, come to Jesus moment potentially for uh, for Jag that so maybe he finally realizes. Shit, I'm actually gonna have to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to do something, and obviously, you know, him do him doing what he's doing right now isn't really helping. Well, I'm hoping. I know this is a pipe dream, but I'm hoping that this is all a rouge and. He's going to go ahead, and whoever wins veto will use it, and then he puts up one of them. Hey, who knows? That's Maybe, my pipe but he does. He does have, uh, you know, there there are multiple opportunities. Yeah. So, you know, we're obviously we're just going to have to hope that. Uh, he eventually sees the light moving forward here, and who knows? Maybe, maybe, perhaps uh, something does end up. Uh, something does end up happening with him. Uh, maybe after veto. Uh, now, obviously, though, if Corey, if Corey and America end up winning, then you know that's basically. Okay, there's not there's nothing really to go on there, essentially, because you know their their opportunity will have been wasted, yeah. essentially. So he put up Felicia in blue. Or That's Serene right. Blue. Yeah, Felicia in blue. Jesus, Felicia has been up there how many times in a row? Yeah, like I said, like I said, it's. It's astounding uh, the lack of awareness that we're seeing out of uh, that we're seeing out of Jag this season. It really is quite astounding, but you know who knows? Maybe uh, maybe he has maybe you know he gets some sense knocked into him. I doubt it, but. Maybe it's possible. Well, I'm hoping so. Because right now, it's I, I still I still believe it even now that it th- this looks like the Corey train basically plowing through this entire season, and the you know they haven't really done anything essentially. Well, now, come on. They've laid in I mean, bed. They've, tipped, they, they've done this and they've done that, but they haven't played the game. 
yeah, no, they haven't. They they haven't really played the game, uh, but you know they have. Uh, they've basically controlled everything that has been going on, essentially by just little tidbits that they've thrown out there. You know, being in the right place at the right time, so to speak. Right. Which I mean, that's that's honestly, if anything, that's what that's what's infuriating about this is the fact that you know there's just so many golden opportunities uh, that maybe Corey in America may not be even fully aware of of what's actually happening right now. I mean, now obviously they're they on are. alert because of yeah. They, now they're on alert with. Uh, with there being the potential, you know, for them to possibly go up because they know that neither of them won the uh, anonymous head of household. Um, Corey is, Corey totally believes that Jag and Matt are very loyal to them and they've proven to be very good allies and that he... He's really not sure what to do, um, but he thinks that he could go ahead and take the shot at six, at the final six. Honestly, I think that I think that's too late. Well, that's him. He was talking to the live theater, and that's what he was saying. But then he turned around and said. However, uh, you know, I take the shot at six. I still have to deal with one of them down in those down in those um, competitions. You know, America probably minute, couldn't play those about, kind of games. He goes, I can't either. So, are we talking about Jag having to deal with them, or are we talking about Corey? Corey. Corey is saying, Matt and Jag have proven to be solid allies. I think they're very loyal. And um, he wants to go to the sixth and then take a shot. Well, I can understand that um, more on Corey's side uh, as opposed to as opposed to Matt and Jag. I can I can understand that more from Corey's uh, perspective. Uh, let me see here. Hang on. Uh, so, um, two, three, four, five, six. So that would mean he'd want to take out two there, two people this week and next week, and then go for them. Um, then he says, hey, at least if I couldn't take the shot at six, at least I'd probably make it to five, which isn't bad, right? He's actually shocked that he made it this far. So, um, 
I don't know. I Now I'm not sure that he would take a shot at them next week. I'm not even sure he would. You know, this just seems but more and more. This just seems more and more like we're headed towards that that scenario that Reggie brought up. What did she say? I'm sorry. That, that was when I was uh, listening to. That it'll get down. It'll get down to the final four, and it's going to end up happening where uh, Corey and America have a firm grasp on the game at the final four and they will ultimately control everything that happens at that point. Like with the, I mean, yeah, they'll get nominated, but then uh, one of them will end up winning the veto and basically sealing the fate of either Matt or Jag. Yeah, uh, Matt has been very good to only win when he needs to win, okay? Um, Yeah. I think they would probably take out Jag in that scenario, and Matt could come back and whoop, 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 and he'd probably take America with him and win. Yeah, you know, honestly, I I don't really see America winning against, well, quite frankly, I don't see her winning against a lot of people. I, I just don't. It's, she's basically, it's, it's like I said, Corey and America are basically... Kyle and Alyssa from last year, except without the racism. Kyle, if anything, yeah. did did all did all of the work of that duo, of that showman, while Alyssa basically just laid in bed, which is essentially it's essentially the same exact thing we're seeing here with Corey and America. Except that Corey's just a little bit smarter than Kyle. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, that's a huge difference. Um, well, smarter in the game. I think Kyle was – didn't we say that he's got all these degrees? He's uh, got a couple of degrees, so, yeah. I think. But anyway, well, that's least, last year. That's so game, last yeah. year. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, regardless, um, regardless, though it's it's definitely uh, you know the the parallels are becoming more and more noticeable between the two duos. That the only difference here is, for some reason, people are terrified of going after Corey in America. That point, they could they could just as easily slide right to the very end without having to lift a single finger. Yeah. The only reason, okay, Matt is not afraid of them. 
Ceree's not afraid of them. Felicia's not afraid of them. It's Jack. And the only reason why Jack is afraid of them is he do- he doesn't want to lose their vote. He doesn't want to lose their vote because that's two votes gone. He thinks if he gets rid of one, that's two votes gone. And he doesn't want that. That's his only fear is that he's going to lose two votes. Well, when you think about it, though, when you think about it, he probably he, he he should probably be wondering if he already lost. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that because he he probably believes that his weak ass attempt at jury management yesterday was enough to keep Cam's uh, vote. Which, by the way, that was a that was a sad excuse for for an attempt by uh, for an attempt by Jag. To uh, to make Cam feel good on the way out, like, dude, well, you, you you basically suck at everything. You you suck at uh, at strategy, and you suck at jury management. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see here. In the in his um, in his interviews, I think that he said, "If Jag is in the end, he will vote for him." Well, okay, then then Jag doesn't really have uh, doesn't really have anything to worry about there, then, unless. Uh, Unless Jag is such an idiot when he's answering the uh, the questions. I think that may be, if anything, yeah. that may be the only thing for him to worry about is uh, if he's just a complete idiot when answering the questions. That maybe perhaps yeah. that may be what screws him uh out of a couple of votes, depending on who, depending on who they are. But you know, I kind of get the yeah. feeling, though, that you know, there was there was a, there was definitely a question as to uh, whether or not we might have a uh, we might we might have a bitter jury, and. I don't know if I really see a bitter jury with this group. I mean, I don't think I don't think I don't think I do. Uh, depending on, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Felicia might be a bitter juror. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Sari would be bitter. Um. I think it is possible with, with, with America. I don't know about Corey. But I don't think Corey. Uh, I think Corey, if anything, would respect a uh, would respect a, a move if he were to be taken out. <coughs> I think Jack would definitely be better, though, considering. Especially considering how he reacted to uh, to Sari 
um, with all of the alliances and crap like that. But obviously we won't know until, you know, until until uh, we end up seeing what happens on finale night. I wonder if Dr. Will will be uh, there, you know, with the jury. Mm. He wasn't. I don't last know. Year. There's. What was he? Was he last year, or was he, or or no, was he not? I think because of COVID. Right. Yeah, that's right. I remember. I, I I remember something having to do with COVID that, or no, he appeared on the uh, top balcony. He what? He did he did something where he appeared on the top balcony one season. That's I forget if it was last year or maybe it was uh, maybe it was All Stars that I'm thinking of. What's the year? When he appeared on the top balcony, uh, above the uh, above the house. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that now too. But I thought he missed a year totally. I don't. I don't know why I'm thinking that. Maybe huh. I'm just. Thinking. I had heard a rumor, though, that he wouldn't be there this season. Really? For the for the uh, for the jury. I I forget I forget where <laughs> I heard it, but I had, I had heard I had heard a rumor that he wasn't going to be part of it this year, which. I mean, hell, uh, you know, they're literally 73 days in now, and they literally already, you know, they only have one jury member to start off with here. When's it get over? Yeah, um, Melissa, that's that's a very accurate representation of JAG. I'm sending it to you also, Reggie. Oh, let me see if I... See, I played with my messenger, and I don't get... Oh, yeah, I did turn it back on. Yay, you go, girl. I I couldn't figure out... Because I play with buttons sometimes when I'm bored, and I turned off the notifications because I don't like the messenger sound or anything. I just want it all quiet. But I did get the little Uh red one... So maybe I'll have to uh, hopefully have my phone off and uh, or not be on my phone and see if I sit off because I don't like the sound on anything. But let me see it here. Okay, just a minute. Uh, just a minute. I, oh no, I'm talking to my kitties now. I said just a minute. They gotta have their nummies. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I didn't mean to sound rude to y'all. I was talking to Tuffy and Sargie. 
Okay, let me see. <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. So basically what I what I sent them basically what I sent them for everybody listening is I said what this is Jag whenever anybody talks to him and it's the meme with the lady that has all of these math equations over her face. Um so that's the meme I'm I hope you all know what I'm talking about because I've seen this meme a hundred thousand times. So he'll sit there and he will stare. He will sit there and stare and try to think very, very carefully of how he's going to answer the question. And it takes him a long time. And you can just see him figure out, now, if I say this, then this happens. If I say that, this happens. Well, what if I do this? Or what if I say that? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like you'll see, you'll see, the, co- you'll see the cogs moving around in his brain. Like, a, right. like, a, like, one, of those, uh, like one of those cartoons. Yeah. Like one of, the, one of those cartoons where you just see, uh, you see the cogs moving in his oh. brain, or in some cases you see, a, you see one of those wind up, uh, one of those wind up monkeys uh, with the with the banging cymbals. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. Um, so earlier. I saw that Felicia had said to Sari that she thinks that Jag might backdoor Matt. I'm like, honey, you really, really, I don't know. She has this thing in her head that she's winning this game, right? Yeah, uh, and Felicia, nobody nobody plays the game as good as her. Blah blah blah. So anyway, she um, she just truly believes that if she can just get to the end, she's gonna win. Period. And she yeah. said these mother. She cusses like a sailor. So these mother effers, they don't deserve the $750,000, right? As if she does. (laughs) Yeah. She won one crapshoot. I I hate to tell you. And got rid of high school. But your reads, reads, uh, Felicia, have been completely off all season long. So, yeah. It's uh, you know this is just this is just uh, being her being true to form with her thinking that yeah. uh, you know that there that that, uh, that she actually knows something when really she doesn't. It's it's nuts. I saw okay. 
and I put this in the updates too, is after the nominations, Corey and Jag were on the hammock, and Felicia just walked right up to them. So which one do you put, or who's the, who's the target, me or Blue? I mean, you have to hand it to her. She is funny. But she's funny because she's so stupid. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It's it's, um, it's it's so funny because she actually thinks that she actually thinks she's using a big brain when really uh, there's nothing working up there. Uh, it, it's basically it's basically like the lights are off, essentially. The lights are off and nobody and nobody's home up there in that in that little brain of hers. Well, I, that's not completely true. But when it comes to this game. When it comes to the game, she is pretty off. Yeah. Every once in a while, she makes a pretty good guess, but she's flying by the seat of her pants, basically. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though, is that, like, literally, uh, uh, when I say that the lights are off and nobody's home, I mean that in a way... Uh, of the game, not in a way of, you know, that she that she has no clue, period, like about life and shit like that. I'm not talking about it like that. Yeah. yeah. But, it, it, I mean, it's just, it's hilarious seeing some of her, uh, seeing some of her reads on things, thinking that she has shit nailed down. When really she has, she doesn't even have the slightest clue of anything that's oh, happening. Oh, she had, she always has Sari rolling. Sari is constantly laughing at her. Oh my God. Hell, Sari knows more about the about the current situation in the house than her. Yeah, but she's just keeping her mouth shut. She's keeping well, her mouth yeah. shut, and um, but Felicia goes off, and Sari is just dying. She's laughing so hard. Uh, I mean, honestly, I would be too, because it's it's literally, you know, she literally she thinks that she that she knows everything that's going on. When really she doesn't even have the slightest clue. Oh my! I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just um, I'm just dumbfounded by uh, by Jack. I just don't understand. Well, we're dumbfounded by a lot of things uh, involving him this season. 
I mean, seriously, you know, it's like, you know, does he really think that this is going to be such an attractive thing to put on his resume that, oh, I took out, I took out blue. I took out blue. Yeah, congratulations. Anybody could have taken out blue. And I talked Bowie into taking out Cam. Seriously, with the, with the way that his game is looking right now, Jag is probably going to be laughed at at the end, I feel. Well, it could be. I just hope Matt can mop the floor with him. Hey, he very well might. I think, um, you know, unfortunately, um, Matt, they don't see Matt as very smart, right? Right. They they have this idea, because he's deaf, that he's also dumb. And... um, I think they have another thing coming. I think he's probably a hell of a lot smarter than the rest of them are. If anything, he's he's biding his time. That's what he's doing. Which is smart on his part because, uh, you know, know, if anything, if anything, he, he has yet, to have to really, I mean, the one big decision that he had to make, and I, I honestly feel that he, uh, that he handled it pretty well, uh, in the aftermath was not using the veto on Jared. I think that's maybe the one, the one decision that he actually did good in. Yeah. Well, because I knew that he knew that he was going home. But yeah. Uh, um, but what I mean is explaining it to Sari, though. Yeah. Which I mean, that could have gone a number of ways, depending on, uh, you know, d- depending on certain factors. That could have gone. That could have gone a number of ways. That could have easily turned out bad for Matt but ultimately uh, you know he even after all that he still has to read with him yeah I think that she'd rather take out Jazz and Matt for sure but I'm not necessarily sure that Matt would Beat Suri in the end, unfortunately. I think if Suri gets yeah, there, she no, may win. I, I, I mean, she would have. It, it's it's weird because I think Matt would have the whole hearing thing on his side, the whole uh, issue having to do with his hearing. I think Matt mm-hmm. would have would would kind of have that going for him, but at the same time, Suri went from being 
went from being in control of the game to being an underdog where she is now. And if she were to go back to being in, if she were to to somehow make it to the final two, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to tell because. I mean, there's many there, there's many different ways that this could, that this could potentially uh, turn out. I think the thing that would probably hurt Sari though, if she was up uh, hypothetically against Matt, is the fact that Matt has more allies in that jury. True. I'm hoping. I mean, it would be different if say if say Mimi, Jared. If two of Mimi, Jared, and Izzy were jurors, I think it would be a different, you know, that would be a different scenario for for Sari. Like if we had the regular, uh, if if like say say if we had the regular nine person jury that we've been accustomed to in more recent seasons, as opposed to the original seven-person jury. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I mean, just just honestly, even right now, you know, Sari is actually doing the right thing by laying low, and she believes that both sides are basically going to start picking, are, are going to start going to war with each other. Because uh, she clearly sees it down the line right now with uh, with Matt and Jag versus Corey in America. So she clearly sees something that I don't think a lot of us are seeing right now. True. <clears throat> but I also think that people give... Sari a little bit too much credit because quite honestly everybody was like oh look at her go look how she's running this house when actually she would not have been able to do that if she did not have that big advantage of having Jared in the house number one number two that she had Izzy true at the same time, though, you do have to wonder if she didn't have Jared, because, uh, I mean, you could argue that Jared did kind of handicap her a little bit with her having to continuously put out his fires for him. Uh, you know, it, it, it does make you wonder how would Sari have played in a normal season without Jared? Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying that Jared and Izzy were the ones that were constantly bringing her info. She would sit in that room and do absolutely nothing and wait for Izzy and Jared to come back with all the info. Izzy says that she was out there day and night, and she was exhausted. 
she was exhausted because she was in every conversation, knew where everybody was at at all times, and what they were talking about, who was talking to who, who was doing what. Yep. And she would bring that all back to to um, three. <clears throat> Well, guys, I'm going to take off. I will talk to you all Sunday, okay? Okay. Good night, Reggie. All righty, Reggie. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye. So, anyway, um, now my kitty is saying, uh, feed me because I just, I I puked up my um, dinner and now I want my snacks. She's trying to get rid of a fur ball. Little poop. <laughs> well, that kitty has been spoiled. Yeah, you know, I don't know. When we first got her, she was so tiny. She was only like six weeks. And, um, you know, with kittens, you have to feed them, you know, like three or four times a day. And we just started a schedule where we would feed her like four times a day. And then our other cat, um, China, even though she was older, she expected to be fed four times a day too. But <coughs> we were able to get by with it a little better because China actually would eat dry. Zoe, something in the dry food, she would puke it every time. Every single time, if we Uh, gave her just a little bit, she would puke it. So we ended up having to just do wet. And then she discovered that she could get up into China's food, which is dry. So we had to take the dry food away. We had to take the dry food away from China. So then we started feeding both of them four times a day. And we've been doing it for, what, Zoe's almost... Is she eight? She's like eight years old now. So China was more of my alarm clock, and you know that because she used to come and be on the pod with us, if you remember. Hey, excuse me, but um, it's my snack time. (laughs) Zoe's not quite as – she's not quite the alarm clock that China was. Sometimes I can get away with not feeding her until 9 or 9.30, but not tonight. Anyway, go ahead. Back to to Big Brother. I will. You know, I mean, honestly, there's – this is kind of what sucks about a season like this is that, you know, there's not really much else going on, especially in a, uh, in a situation, in a situation like, like, like what we, uh, what we have this week where there's an invisible HOH. I mean, there's, a, there's well, an invisible HOH <laughs> and yet, you know, he's terrified to 
you know, he's he's terrified to even to even do anything, even though technically nobody would know until he would be the one to have. If he had kept his mouth shut and not revealed that he was the HOH, he could have waited and done that finale night. Yeah. Well, but see, all right. He has a really hard time lying. He doesn't do it well at all. He tries, try as he may. He does not do it well at all. Clearly. So, uh, um, he knew he was going to tell Matt, and Matt will keep it a secret. Maybe. I think he will. But maybe. Well, I just keep thinking about how he told three when he won that power to save Jag. Um. And he has told Sari a couple of other things, too. So I'm thinking if he tells anybody, he's going to tell Sari. But Jag has told him that he wants to tell Sari after the veto anyway. So he may wait to tell her. I mean, I don't, I don't understand why he's waiting because... It's going to look horrible on him if after the veto, he then has to uh, he then has to put Sari up. Which is well, what he's been hoping, talking about. I like I said, I'm hoping that once Sari gets word that he's the HOH, that she gets into his ear. And tell him, dude, this is what you need to do. Whether he listens to her or not, I don't know. Well, it wouldn't be the first time she's gotten into somebody's ear about a really big, uh, about a, a really potentially big moment in the game. I mean, if we look, you know, if we look at her history. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we look at her history of, uh, you know, of big moves and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she even, you know, uh, we even said it. We even said it earlier this uh, earlier this season. She even attempted. A uh, another move this past season or the, uh, during this season when she attempted to do uh, the how do I put this uh, when she attempted to do another version of the. Uh, Oh my God! What am I thinking of? Uh, the Eric uh, giving giving away his uh, his individual immunity. Uh, 
you know, she tried doing another version of that. And ultimately it didn't end up panning out, but, uh, you know, it still showed that she was, you know, she, that she's, she's still attempting to make some sort of, uh, some sort of move. Three? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what kind of move she can make. Um, I mean, she has Matt. She has Matt going for her, so Matt will try to protect her as much as he can. And, you know, I don't even think that... Uh... I don't even think that Jag is even aware of that, of exactly how close uh, Sari is to, uh, or how close Matt is to Sari. Yeah. My fear is that um, by some fluke, Blue wins immunity or wins the POV. And you know for sure she's going to take herself off the block. Right. But would she take off, but would she take off Felicia too? Uh, That all depends on what that, that all depends on what that thing is. Uh, what that exact, you know, what that exact uh-huh. twist involves. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if when it says the, was that a hint that it might be a double POV or was it a hint that it's going to be the uh, photo mesh? being double. I mean, it could be the photo mesh. Hmm. I don't know, though, because I don't think they would tease something like that. Uh, You know, for a photo, I don't think they would tease the photo mesh comp in a way like that. Maybe not. I'll be anxious to I see who wins see that it. sucker. Yeah, it'll because, be very okay, interesting. If, if she wins the veto, she's coming down. So at that point, who does he really want to put up and get rid of? Because Blue would be the one that he wants out. So would he be dumb enough to put up Bowie or Sari and get rid of one of them? Or would he just go ahead and say, oh, what the hell, and put up Corey? Oh, no, he won't put up Corey. He's terrified of putting mm. up Corey. Because if he was going to put up Corey, he would have put up Corey to begin with, I feel. Because <clears throat> there wouldn't have been... There wouldn't have been blood on it. Well, then again, I'm speaking logically here instead of, you know, uh, instead of looking at it from Jag's perspective. 
logically, there's no way that Corey would be able to deduce that Jag is the HOH unless Jag would flat out tell him. He did. He flat out yeah, told which, him. which he did. Which he did is what I'm saying. <laughs> now, had Jag not gone and done that like an idiot, you know, maybe there's the possibility that Jag uh, could potentially slide through until uh, until the whole until the whole thing, you know, uh, he 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 ends up sliding through, making it to finale night, and then that's when he would reveal that he was the that he was the uh, the HOH that got out Corey. Yeah. But he was so determined that he was getting rid of Blue that he went and opened up his trap and told everyone except Blue, Felicia, and Sari. I mean, those are the only people he didn't tell. Yeah. He told everyone else. I mean, that's honestly that's that's just ridiculous. The fact that he even, uh, the fact that he even opened his mouth about it. I mean, I understand telling yeah. that, but you are, but but yet, uh, you know, obviously you tell Matt because he's, you know, he's your number one ally in there. But really, you go and tell you tell Corey in America, you tell uh, I believe they told Bowie, right? Yep. And yes, I know. I literally just he- saw your message. <laughs> I know. Uh. But yeah, seriously, there's so many ways that he could have potentially played this to where he probably wouldn't have even been considered a prime suspect. It's honestly, it's infuriating. It's infuriating because it's like, dude, you had you had one opportunity. You know, uh, who knows if you're even going to have another opportunity uh, to potentially win an HOH and take another shot at him before he takes a shot at you. You know, like I said, I would not be surprised at all if we end up seeing next week. Uh, Corey or America win HOH and they end up taking a shot at Jag in Matt. I would not be surprised whatsoever. I wouldn't either. That would basically be the icing on the cake there. Like, see, you should have, uh, instead of, uh, instead of being, t- being uh, nervous uh, about when the right time was, you should have just taken him out then and there. Okay. But like you Something said, hopefully, hopefully Sari gets to him. 
something happened. I don't know when, but America, Jag, Bowie, and Corey are talking, and Jag said that crowd was awesome, so funny, making them laugh. And America said, they hate when people get along. And Jag says, not me, I love it. And then right after that, you see people fighting. Fan favorite. Um, And how about that lap dance? What the hell are they talking about? I haven't the slightest clue, honestly. Huh. Because, I mean, we know the HOH competition was uh, was the BB Comics, so mm-hmm. it couldn't be that. Yeah. Huh. Honestly, well, I, you know, weird. I really don't. I really don't know what the what the hell they're talking about in this uh, in this case. Well, I guess we'll find out. But she was afraid several times to drop from the handle. Um, Regardless, though, uh, you know, this is definitely, we're, we're definitely going to look back on the on this, and I feel at least uh, see this as a, uh, as a major mistake by Jag of taking the easy way out. And, you know, th- this, this HOH just almost seems like it's an HOH he didn't want to win because, why else would you? Why else would you target one of one of your own uh, one of your own allies? And like you said, you know he's too chicken shit to uh, to really even make an actual move. Yeah, I I just keep hoping that maybe the diary room says something. Dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm hoping, but, you know, in all honesty, I'm not really, I'm not really putting any stock into the diary room actually doing anything. Because let's remember, they want to keep the uh, to keep the showman in. Hmm. They want to keep the showman in as long as possible because they feel like they they don't have a show if they don't have a showman. Well, the thing is. This showman's is just ridiculous, in my opinion. They are so mismatched. Um, she would have been so much better with Matt, but Matt's 
part was with Riley. Yeah, and it will forever be with Riley. Well, I don't know. I don't know if anything will happen. Um, Come about. Riley's promise, after all. Outside the. Huh? Riley. Riley's promise, after all. Riley's promise. That was the name of one of the alliances, of one of the uh, uh, deals that he had made was Riley's promise. Yeah. But I, I don't think, um, I don't know if anything will happen outside the house with them. But uh, yeah, you know, who knows? It's you know we we can we can speculate all we all we want but uh, you know we're not we're not going to really know until until we end up getting you know all this all the stuff uh, after the uh, you know when they hang out and whatnot after the season so. Mhm. But you know who thinks that he and Riley are going to live happily ever after. Yeah, I know that ain't going to happen. Yeah. Corey, I mean, Cam thinks he's got three hook, line, and sinker. Or he's got Riley's hook, line, and sinker. Three hook, line, and sinker? No, 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 no. He's got... Cam believes that Riley's his. He had the audacity yeah, I, I earlier in the say. week to say, "Nobody misses Cor- or nobody misses Riley more than I do." Right. And everybody was like, "Are you crazy?" They were all saying, "Matt misses her more than anybody," you know. Yep. And I can obviously, I can, de- I could definitely see that. Uh, just based mm-hmm. off of uh, based off of how he's acted ever since she ever since she left. So, you know, but honestly, that's not really much of a surprise. I just, I, I just, and I Jag. really hope, uh, I really hope that Jag, that uh, that Jag grows a backbone, and that something actually happens here. He would redeem himself in the eyes of a lot of people. I think he would. Yeah, possibly. I think he would. I think he would definitely. Uh, because there's, a, I know there's a lot of people that want Corey gone. Yeah. Yeah. There's quite a there's quite a lot of people that want Corey gone. Um, 
you know, and obviously you have the America fans who, I mean, she can do no wrong in their eyes, so. But. Yeah. So I sat down and was binge watching the challenge. We haven't had a chance to talk about the challenge, have we? That's um, right, we haven't. I thought we'd spend, we may not get through three hours tonight, but because we've pretty much gone over everything with Big Brother, you know? Essentially, right. Yeah. But yeah, you know the cha- the challenge. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people who saw this challenge cast come out, and I think there's I think there's a lot of people who were kind of who were kind of skeptical about some of the players this season. And I mean, I got to tell you, for for a player to uh you know a play, a player like Cassidy who wasn't really a wasn't you know she I mean okay maybe she was a little bit of a challenge threat on survivor but for the most part she you know she was more of a social threat if anything you take a look she went into what three four eliminations i think this season who is I that, think, Cassidy? Uh, yeah, Cassidy. Yeah, she went into four eliminations this season. And yeah, uh, let's see, I've got a sheet. Who did she? Who did she get eliminated by? Uh, um, she got eliminated by Chanel. By Chanel, yeah. She doesn't. I think Which tonight I mean, honestly, is the when she gets eliminated. Yeah, honestly, look at looking at looking at Chanel up against Cassidy. I mean, I'm not really surprised. Then again, I'm also uh, on the other side of things. I'm not really surprised that Fessy eliminated Josh because Josh is uh, uh, an embarrassment of a uh, challenge competitor. Put it that way. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, Cassidy did pretty well for herself this season. Yeah, she did. I'd like you know, to see her come back. I liked her I in her season. She, I liked her. I really liked her in her season. I remember think I was so mad when she left. Um, so Cassidy has eliminated Alyssa Lopez from which Big that's Brother. that's actually a pretty big win for her. That's actually a pretty big yeah. win for her. Then she eliminated Alyssa as Snyder. Uh, uh, I mean, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I you know, honestly, I mean, okay. I, Alyssa is Alyssa is good, you know, when it comes to when it comes to socially, but. Otherwise, you know, she she's not really much of a threat 
if anything? No. Um, then she eliminated Michelle, which I was so glad to see Michelle go. I'm sorry. I know, Jim, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I know you love her. But, oh, my God. <clears throat> I was really happy to see her go. So, actually, she went into four eliminations, and she was eliminated on the fourth one. So, she eliminated three. Right. Yeah. And, you know, as far as Michelle goes, uh, I mean, Michelle was Michelle was good on Survivor. Uh the challenge, though, I mean, she's very, how should I put this? Uh, the way she goes about things is very, like, the, like it's very easy to pick up on what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. As many... Uh, Many com- many of the of the female competitors this season pointed out actually that mm-hmm. it, it was it was pretty easy for them to tell uh, that she was against them in particular. Mm-hmm. Well, she was against everybody. Yeah, I know, pretty but much. I mean, uh, when, you know, when she originally had that alliance that she yeah. did. And she ultimately turned the, turned her back on them, and I forget who it was. Right. It might have been Chanel, maybe, or no, it was. Uh, I think it was Desi who pointed her out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was pretty much clear as day uh, that she she immediately got pointed out, essentially. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you a funny. Because I remember really liking Michaela um, in her season because she was just so in your face. She's a lot like Felicia that way. Um, right. She she really gets in your face, I guess. I really, really liked her a lot. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to go back. Now that I'm all caught up on the challenge, I'm going to go back and watch Michaela's seasons again and I turned it on and realized I can't watch it I just can't watch it because I could not stand I I liked Jay okay I really liked Jay but I couldn't stand what was his name Taylor Tyler whatever it was that was all in the figgy I couldn't stand that oh, dynamic. Um, it just wait a minute, it made me want to hurl. It was hard to get through the first time, and I just could not do it again. Um, and also, Dave, David, the guy that was afraid of everything. Um, oh, uh, David Wright? Yeah. I couldn't take it. I just said, okay, I'm sorry, but 
yeah, I liked Michaela in this season. I just can't rewatch this. <laughs> yeah, I could not watch that again. You know, though, I think, um, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people uh, looked at a lot. A lot of people lo- looked at uh, what's his face this season. Um, every everybody remembers, uh, you know, Chris uh, Chris Underwood for being the. You know, a lot of people believed that he shouldn't have won Edge of Extinction. Because mm-hmm. of the fact that, you know, he basically, he didn't really do much. Essentially, he got voted out early and, you know, he he didn't really do much to begin with. But yet, you know, you take a look at what he did this season And I mean the guy the guy's a beast. Yeah, I'm I um well hell, I mean, it's in the nine o'clock or the third hour, so I'm just gonna say it. Right. I'm so glad he won. Oh my god. Of all the guys, now that Tyler's out, of all the guys, I am thrilled he won. And I'm thrilled Desi won. Yeah, you know, uh, I think Desi, if anything, uh, really proved that if she wasn't saddled last season uh, with Enzo, that she probably had a pretty decent chance of potentially uh of potentially going on to win the season. Um Yep. You know, there there's over a lot of uh bus. yeah. Over uh over Sarah. I mean Yeah. Then, then again then again though, it's you know, it's it's easy to say that, but uh obviously you know, a lot of people. A lot of people said that Sarah won based off of luck, because of the fact that nobody else was essentially able to finish, and that that's ultimately she ultimately won by default because everybody else yep. had gotten disqualified. All she had to do was make sure that she didn't get disqualified. Uh huh. Which, I mean, you know, obviously good, you know, good for Sarah. But uh, I think this was definitely a uh, a redemption type of season for uh, for Desi. Yeah, yeah, I like um, I like her. I like Chanel too, but I really like Desi. Desi was definitely uh, she was she was definitely very deserving of yep. of winning uh, of winning this season, and you know it's it's the same thing too with Chris. 
you know, Chris was definitely very deserving. And if anything, this proves that uh, his win last season or that, that his win in Edge of Extinction wasn't a fluke. Yeah. And, well, at least I, you know, at least I hope people see that, people see it that way, that, uh, you know, that it, that, that it wasn't really a fluke because, uh, you know, when, when, when you look at it, a lot of people would look at, would look at his performance and challenges and think, okay, you know, what if, if he had stayed in the game, uh, in Survivor, uh, you know, all season long that season, could he have potentially, you know, gone on like a huge immunity run? You know, could could he have maybe, I don't know, set set a record potentially? Yeah, I don't you know. know. It's it's something it's something to question. But yeah, uh, another thing, uh, you know, some of the other players that are in there, uh, Fessy. I'll tell you right now, I will laugh my ass off if he gets uh, if he if he's uh, if he quits yet another final. I will laugh my ass off if that happens. Um, well, he took. I wasn't at third. Uh, let me see here, fourth place, right? Right. Messi. Now the question is, was that a quit or was it a an actual like? Did he actually finish a final? Because I believe he has not finished a single final yet that he's competed in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know better than I do. I mean, you had, I remember you saying a lot of um, spoilers before when it was filming. Right. But you don't know whether he quit or not? I'm trying to remember if he had quit. Uh, well, because I know, I know. Uh, I, I, let me let me rephrase it this way. I know he's quit before in a final, but mm-hmm. you know, obviously, obviously, the question is: this go around, did he actually quit? Yeah, you I know, don't did know. Did he quit the final? This did he did he potentially quit the final this go around, or? was he actually able to, you know, get through it? Yeah. Because that's that that has been the biggest question of him as a competitor this entire time, been his stamina or his will to win, if anything. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I know Josh was uh, driving me crazy with his wah, wah. Wah. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just do it. Okay. So, third yeah. place, Bananas and Michaela. 
Um, I'm glad to see that she went as far as she did. I'm glad she went as far as she did. uh, You know what? Um, I dare not watch the House of Villains, but Bananas is in that one too. Well, you know, Bananas is actually a pretty good villain. Yeah, I know. So he's in that one. He's also in Traitors uh apparently finished filming right right uh traders finished filming and oh you know what uh it's funny that it's funny that you bring that up because there was something that actually happened uh throughout uh you know once traders had officially ended and this actually happened i believe it was yesterday uh janelle um yeah finally, yeah i know Janelle finally addressed yeah, the uh, finally addressed the big rumors surrounding all the pre gaming that had gone on in, in Big Brother for, in for All Big Stars. Brother All Stars. Yeah, and so basically, basically she said that uh, it's sad to see Cody and Derek get dragged for pre gaming when it wasn't them. And obviously, you know, uh, for people who didn't know. Uh, Jim did address this last night on the uh, Survivor 45 recap podcast uh, that if people had uh-huh. paid attention, uh, Jim had already brought this up previously um, mm-hmm. on the podcast before. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But, that it wasn't yeah. Derek and it wasn't Cody. Yep. Yeah. And in particular, uh, Janelle places all the blame on Danielle Donato. Yep. For everything that happened. And basically, I guess Danielle approached her preseason asking if, uh, if she knew anyone doing the show. And... Janelle said that she didn't because the only person she talks to is Rachel, and Rachel couldn't do it because she was pregnant at the time. Uh, And I guess Danielle asked Janelle who she would want to go after, and all of that information immediately went to Nicole. And the the only thing that Janelle had said was that she wouldn't go after Danielle and she claims that Danielle was the only person that she spoke to about this whole thing and basically they had targeted uh, they had targeted Janelle from day 1 uh because of because of the pre-gaming talk and I guess Janelle's timeline was bombarded with tweets of calling of people calling Cody a cheater and Janelle basically wanted to clear it up saying that it was all Danny and also yeah. there was a you know there was a rumor that uh Dan had something to do with uh with pre-gaming for Memphis and she wanted to clear that up too saying that Dan didn't have anything to do with that uh-uh. Which I mean, honestly, no. honestly, you know, if people yeah. were paying attention, if people were paying attention to begin with, they would have known that from the start. Like I said, uh, when right. it came to exactly. Jim, uh, 
and, yeah, and you know, uh, it all came from Corey doing an interview with Sharon, Sharon Tharp. Sharon Tharp has a series on YouTube called The Winner's Way In, and she's interviewed a bunch of the winners. And she recently interviewed Corey, or uh, Cody, and that was brought up. And anybody who was watching that, I think that's why they went to Janelle and was bombarding her. And the thing is, is why, where they got, from that interview, where they got that Cody's, Corey's, her, Cody is a cheater. Because Cody said nothing of the sort in that interview. He said right. that um, he only told a couple people, Derek being one of them, that he was going to be on the show. And the only thing that he and Derek talked about was strategy. Just tips on strategy, blah, blah, blah. Had nothing to do with anybody else, right? Right. And and that he was seeing all of these names coming up, like Danny and Nicole and, and Janelle and stuff like that. And that his name or Enzo's name had not even come out until after they were in sequester. And he goes, there was a whole bunch more of them in there that he didn't even know about. That when he went in there and he saw Kaser was in there and he was like shook. So anyway... Um, he didn't go in there with any preconceived notions of targeting anybody right away. And he went on to say that everybody thought that he was targeting Janelle. And he said that um, he and Janelle actually got along really, really well that he and Janelle clicked and they talked and they laughed and they, and they're both sarcastic and um, they made fun of people and giggled and laughed all the time. Right. But it was Danny and Nicole that wanted them, wanted her gone. And, he, but he also says now that he just loves Danny. Um, he and Danny talk a lot. They get along famously. Um, and that after a while, Nicole finally to, to Cody and to Derek. You know how she was all um, feeling a certain kind of way when she left the house. And it took her a while, but she got over it. Right. But he says he doesn't talk to her that much. Well, I wouldn't think so after, uh, especially especially after how everything uh, panned out. 
you know, yeah. there was a lot of, uh, there was, a, <clears throat> there was a lot of, uh, a lot of bad blood, so to speak. Yeah. So anyway, um, he also talked about traitors and being on it with Sari, he was also talking about what he feels about BB-25 so far. Um, he was talking about traitors and saying he just was not cut out for traitors at all. And it was just not his forte at all. That he, and being a traitor, oh, he hated it. He said he much rather would have been, much rather would have been a faithful. And um, he went on to talk about, you know, I have to go back and rewatch that Traders because I'm not exactly sure what he was talking about. But um, the whole thing was Eric and somebody. Yeah, you know, I never uh, really saw him, honestly, as... I never really saw him as somebody that I felt could actually be on, uh, you know, that would actually work on traders. Right. Um, he said that he would never do Survivor. Uh, he, no, he just doesn't want to do that. But he definitely wants to do the challenge. <coughs> and that he's actually been asked a few times, but it never worked out because he was off doing something else. That's true. Um, I do remember hearing. I do remember hearing that he was contacted for uh, uh, for at least the Challenge USA version. I don't know if he was contacted for the MTV version, but I know he was contacted for the CBS version. No, he was saying that he was contacted after 16, after season 16, is when he was first contacted by the challenge. Wait, after the challenge? And he's been asked. Huh? The challenge people got in touch with Cody after season 16. So it was that far back. after his season. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. And he thinks wow. that Derek would be really, really good at the traders. Um. Oh, I think he would too. If I, if I, yeah. If I'm being honest, I think I think Derek would actually be a natural. Uh, I would see yep. Derek as more of a, as more of a, uh, of a guy for for traders than I would Cody. Yep. Cause I think so anyway, that's where that whole off. that's where that whole thing that's what prompted um Janelle to speak up. To go off the deep end. I think so after Yeah, to go after that interview with Cody on Shannon Sharp or Sharon Sharp interview. Right. Which, I mean, it's, 
I, honestly, you know, I'm just uh, I'm I'm kind of surprised that it's that honestly it took this long for for that stuff to come out. To be honest, because there's you know there was quite a lot of stuff. There was quite there was quite a lot quite a lot of rumors that were floating around, so to speak. Yeah. So I haven't done and, this in a long time, but I decided to go and look at the ratings on Jokers. Uh, I am shook. I'm shook. Oh, please, please do tell. America is number one. That does not surprise followed me. By, followed by Matt at number two, followed by Corey. Cam was under Corey, fourth place. Riley is still is at number five. Three at number six. Jag at number seven. Um, Felicia at number eight. Red number nine. Bowie number eleven. Nicole at twelve. Izzy at thirteen. Tyson at 14, Blue at 15, um, Luke at 16, and at wow, the very, very Luke. bottom, very, very bottom is Jared. Wow. They put a, wow. They put a racist above a black guy. Wow, that's just wow. That that's all I got to say about that. I am, I am stunned. But then again, it is Joker's though. I, I mean, the fact that they have America as number one should tell you all you really need to know. The fact that that's literally the most that they the most that they care about is uh, is you know America America being number one when I mean okay yeah it's fi- you know it's fine to let li- it's fine to like a, a competitor but I mean she hasn't done jack shit at all this season. You know, it's yeah. almost like it's almost like are we watching the same are we watching the same season because you know I I've I've yet to see a reason to like her but I mean I understand I understand the whole the whole thing you know they're probably they're probably huge showman's people too. Well, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like America. I certainly like her more than I like Bowie um, or 
the, the thing with America is that, yeah, she's got a big mouth. I'm not fond of her relationship with Corey. But I do like her. She's one of those people that just wants to have fun. <laughs> just the song, girls just want to have fun. That's America. She's always smiling. She's always excited. She's always, um, she just wants to have fun. And she's pretty upbeat. So you rarely see her down. You rarely see her without a smile on her face. That's and true. so I think that's part of her popularity. And, you know, I have seen, I have seen too, that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who have actually piled on to her because of the fact that uh, they believe that she's, uh, you know, uh, you know, along with the, with the zing that was, uh, that, you know, she's robbing the cradle, so to speak. Uh-huh. I mean that's that's definitely one of the things that a lot of people uh that a lot of people were actually talking about before uh before that thing uh, uh even became a thing. But over the last 2 weeks it looks like it's been back and forth between Matt and America and number 1. Yeah, you know what? Um, since we're since we're talking about the zings, uh, I think we have a new number one zing of all time, potentially. Um, with Corey having, uh, you know, having a, an entire song. Uh, you, you know, we're, 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 and we're talking about uh, earlier this season how Corey dunked all over his uh, brother uh, for just the fact that he he made it that he made it further than his brother. But then you have Otev, or you have uh, you have Zingbot dunk all over Corey to the tune of America the Beautiful. And I mean that rivals uh, the zing that Christmas had of her. Uh, one of the uh, I forget which season it was. If it was the uh, if it was All Stars or if it was her original season that she had that huge zing from Zingbot. But um, I really think that it's down to. That that it's down that it's down to Christmas versus Corey now for the for the biggest Big Brother zing of all time. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I might add to uh, a couple of notable mentions. Uh, Nicole 
being the first Big Brother player who had already been evicted to get an official zing from Zingbot. Uh, Zingbot saying, Nicole, watching you play Big Brother has had a major impact on my life. I've gone from me being bored to from being bored to a six-week knee coma. Oh, wait, Nicole was so under the radar, I didn't realize she got evicted, which is so hilarious and yet so true at the same time because literally everybody forgot or most people forgot that she was even in the house, just like Bowie. Okay, hang on. I got it. It was in season 19. Um, hang on. Oh, shoot. You will find no clothes in your... I heard something about coal. You have such a good heart. I can guarantee you will find no coal in your Oh, that's right. It was set to the tune of the of the twelve days of Christmas. And the guilty rodeo clown. Oh my god. Yeah. That was in her season nineteen. Who who's who's do you think was better, hers or uh, or Corey? That's the I don't know. Of America the Beautiful. I thought they were both really good. I thought they were both really good. I don't know. Christmas right, might have... be a little bit more funny. <laughs> there was also something about Matt being a cardboard cutout. I forget exactly what the... Uh... Matt and his cardboard cutout. Um, they really didn't say too much on him. I think they cut a lot out, actually. Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, the way the way his was edited, it seemed it seemed kind of odd uh, with the uh, with the edit that he had gotten. Uh, Cameron, he mm-hmm. said he got a. Uh, they said he got a military promotion while in the Big Brother house. You've gone from Lieutenant Loser to Major Fucking Tool. I think was the uh, uh-huh. was the the uh, the bleeped out line. Which, I mean, wow. Um, and he literally <laughs> he literally got a. Uh, he got a response from every single house guest saying, yeah, he is a fucking tool. He is a major tool. Yeah. So hang on, let me see. Um. You're under arrest for... 
Yeah, robbing the cradle. Yeah, robbing the cradle. America, a little cougar in the house, let it be known. Now, she only got five years old, but he's still with his mom and daddy. Come on, America. Get that cradle back. talking about it around the house. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Steve? Yeah. Okay. Well, for some reason, I went to adjust my headphones, and then somebody, uh, something said something or other off. I thought, oh, crap. So I wanted to make sure I didn't turn my headphones off. Anyway. No, I heard um, that. They were, talking, they were talking about him saying dumb blonde or something like that. But I think that they realize we can't do that. We can't put that on the uh, TV. Yeah, that wouldn't have that wouldn't have gone over good. I don't think. No. So they had a lot more to say about that. So that was Matt's thing. Similar intent, whatever. So that was lame. Huh. Um. And, and also, you know, blue, uh, Blue's whole thing, Blue, sit the hell down. You you, you, you don't do shit anyway. So, um, I mean, seriously, what is up with her fashion sense? I mean, some of, okay. the, some of the stuff that she that she has worn this season. Hello? 
I mean, she, my okay. God. From what I understand, from what I understand is that she, and she doesn't do it as much as she used to, but she would get dressed and she would come out and she would pose in the camera, okay? And wow. her friend, her she has people that are watching the feeds and taking captures of her outfits and apparently putting them on Instagram. Oh, okay. So it's one of those. Oh, I think that she, I think they may have, because I haven't seen her do it in a long time. And DV might have said, you can't do that. Stop. No yeah. more. Yeah, that's probably uh <laughs> I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Uh definitely <laughs> they definitely would have put a stop to that if she especially because of continuity and everything. Uh you know, uh-huh. when when it comes to editing for when it comes to editing for the show, uh they mm-hmm. have to make sure that like for example, uh, that's why house guests, like if they have a beard, they can't shave until the day of the eviction or whatnot, or like they can't do anything midway through the week, essentially. Yeah, they let Matt shave his mustache yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But... Um, You know what? The Great White Shark and Bowie Jane one is actually because... Yeah. I mean, her teeth are kind of terrifying. Like, like some, there, well, there's been sometimes when, when she talks in the diary room that she looks like that big shark from uh, Finding Nemo. Mm. With its jaw wide I don't know. Open, I think, it, I think it's open. just that she's got big teeth. She's got a big mouth with big teeth. Yeah, there is that. Mm-hmm. And her uh, and her she's always book cover is is the Bowie Rang with her turning into a boomerang apparently. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw the comic books uh, the comic book covers that were. Officially, uh, yeah, revealed today. Yeah, uh, Taryn. I first saw him on Taryn. So, um, and then I saw him that you had posted him. I love how they how mm-hmm. they used uh, Sari in a robe for hers. It was almost like a like a foregone conclusion that with her having worn that robe all season long. That uh, literally for the I think for the first time in weeks uh, she finally got out of that robe this week, this past week. Um, because I of his name, uh, probably. I love uh, Jags one as the cockadoodle zoom because of the uh, that huge ass chicken suit that they had him wear for. 
I think it was the full week, right? Or it was uh, actually it was a couple of days after the live eviction where he finally got to take it off. Yeah, otherwise he would have been evicted in his suit. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the thing with the robe is that Cam always wore his robe. Um, Corey wears his robe all the time. Felicia lives in her robe. And Sari wears her robe a lot, too. So I don't know why they didn't, you know, because those, they're the worst ones. It's Corey, Cam, Felicia, and Sari are the worst ones about their robes. Oh, you know what? You know what? I I have to say, I have to say this. So, um, Corey puts on, I don't know whose um, outfit it was for the OTED. I think it may have been America's. He wears that on the live show, and he unbuttons it, thinking his chest is so mighty. Please. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? Dude, you look ridiculous. <laughs> You you would need a, you need a frickin' you need a frickin' microscope to see anything on that chest. Oh my god! I thought I was gonna die. That was just so dumb. And he goes sitting there laying back in his chair like he's some hot son of you know hot stud muffin. I'm like, you look absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. I can just imagine his mom going, Corey, Corey, I've got some work to do on you when you get home. God. Oh, my God. Uh, you know what was, fun- what was funny about that, too, is that uh, they were, I guess they were calling Julie exquisite all night yeah. uh, for for the uh, for each of their votes. And then up comes Corey, and she goes, let me guess, how do I look? And then he goes, Good. And the reaction he got from the crowd was everybody was expecting him to say uh, to say exquisite, but then all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, he just says good, and it's like it threw everybody off. But yet, it was also very fitting for him because he's like the one person this season who says something completely different compared to everybody else. <laughs> Right, and then he goes out and he tells, he tell, he lies. He lies to everybody else and says, unbearably exquisite. I'm like, oh, please. When they ask him what he said. No, no, oh, he said, yeah. unbearably exquisite. Oh, God. That was ridiculous. Please. But that, yeah, oh, please. him wearing that, oh, my God. Anybody. That outfit was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his, uh, I don't understand his DB uh, comic either. Albacore? Yeah. Albacore Tuna? I think, because um, they had a bunch of What the fish. hell does that have to do with him, though? 
That has nothing to do with him. I have. I know. It's stupid. Uh, let's see. Then we, I had, know. we had Kitty Kitty Purr. We had Kitty Kitty Purr uh, uh, for Blue uh, trying to do uh, trying to do their best to make her look like Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Matt as the pool tergeist, uh, which, okay, I guess they had to implement swimming somehow as a, as a superpower for him or as part of yeah. his, uh, comics, which I guess that's the only thing yeah. that he could, uh, that, uh, that's the only thing that they could come up with for him. But Felicia though, getting the kayak attack, I mean, that's. That that right there, it, like literally, as soon as she got that kayak punishment, you you knew damn well that's what that's what was gonna be uh, what was gonna end up being, you know, her uh, her BB comic uh, setup. I don't know. I just uh, yeah. Red as the chill Billy, but that's not even a superpower. No. But they called themselves the chill Billies, him and Cam. Uh yeah, yeah, I know that I know I know they called themselves the chill Billies, but like literally all he's doing is meditating in the picture. Yeah. It's like that that one I'm kinda like, okay, what is this supposed to resemble? Uh Dizzy Izzy doesn't make sense. They call her Dizzy Izzy, but yet it says her music has a sick beat. Why is she called Dizzy Izzy? Well, um, the only thing I could come up with, and it has nothing to do with her music, is the fact that she was so all over the place. All the time. Oh, yeah. That could be. Because she never stopped moving. Right. She was just everywhere all the time. Uh, Ha Ha Heisem, which obviously making fun of his laugh, but oh my God, they used the exact suit that they had him wear when hosting uh, one of the HOH competitions. That's what that suit is from. Uh-huh. In his uh in his comic book. Uh Riley was the Nash villain. Um and Kirsten was Kirsten cursing I I I guess she swore a lot in the house apparently. I don't remember. Because that was so beginning of the season. Too much has yeah. happened between 
then and now that I don't I don't remember. Um But, I mean, I think the person that swears the most in that house right now is Felicia. And, you know, everybody says Felicia, Felicia, Felicia. Give me a break. She's Felicia. I think she doesn't like Felicia because of the bye-bye Felicia thing. Well, yeah, that's probably, that's probably a key reason. Mm-hmm. Bye, Felicia. That just, yeah. No. Bye, Felicia. That is her name. Yeah, I would say that's probably a pretty, a pretty good reason why she, uh, you know why? Why she doesn't really like that? Uh, that whole thing is because of the whole by Felicia or by Felicia uh, thing from uh, from Ice Cube, I believe, right? I don't remember. I mean, can if people okay? What would all the Karens do? You know. It would be kind of hard. And I bet you 10 bucks that not too many people name their kid Karen anymore, hey? Uh, no, not after, uh, after it all of a sudden became, uh, became a very popular, uh, a very, a very popular craze, uh, within this new, you know, the, this new uh, era of society, so to speak. Mm-hmm. All right, Karen. Well, they were making a fuss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, let me see real quick here. Uh, what? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you know what? The veto comp, or yeah, the veto uh, episode actually saw a little uptick in viewership, about a gain of around 400,000, I think. Uh, let me see if I can get last night's ratings. Um Why am I looking at Wednesday's writings? Okay, Thursday. Ooh, wow. What did I just what did I just say? It was three point something. Three point one five oh yeah. Big brother dropped right back down. All those all those people that they got for the POV episode, uh yeah, they immediately tuned out. Uh, last night. Well, there so, was football on last night, so. Yeah, that's true. There was a lot of football on, plus a lot of people were pissed off that Cam was evicted or being evicted. I mean, I mean, wouldn't you have been? No. 
I mean, I'm I not sorry to see him off. go. I think they were just they were pissed off at the fact that you know it's literally the same old crap. It, it's it, it's well not the same old crap, but you know it's the uh, you know it's like a never ending cycle almost. That uh, I think a lot of people were expecting to see a potential blindside or something uh, with. Corey potentially going up on the block, and obviously that didn't happen. And that could have been what ended up turn, uh, what ended up uh, tuning a lot of people out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of people wanted Cam to win so bad, and they're so very upset that he was evicted and I am like okay I'm not I'm looking at this guy from the time that he the the season started okay and how he was with Riley how he turned his back on his alliance um, and quite honestly one of the main reasons why he did that is to try to get Riley away from that, uh, Jag and Matt um, right and I, I don't know he's just a creep he's a creep I cannot uh and so I thought it was a very, I thought it was a really good play that they got rid of him. Because, hey, quite honestly, he would have gone on to win the game. They needed to get yeah, him Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can, you can only keep those people in the game for so long before uh-huh. you start risking the possibility that they may end up, uh, you know, they may end up going on a run, which, I mean, remember, there was uh, there was a span of about a month that a competition was won by either him or Jared. You mean something was handed to Jared? Well, whatever, same thing. Regardless, it, it, no. They needed to get him out. They need. He needed to go. And it's like I've I've said a million times. Um, you know, and I guess it really just all depends on who your favorites are. Although, I cannot understand for the life of me why he would be anybody's favorite. Right. Not only the way he talked to. Riley or what he did with her but also with America he picked it up with America the way he would talk down to people and treated everybody like they were fucking stupid idiots and I don't know 
and especially when he thought he was going to be on uh, TV, boy, he put on the charm. Oh, yeah. So that's what a lot of people saw, a lot of the casuals saw anyway. They didn't see his true colors. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But there are live feeders who saw them too and still like them. I don't know. <clears throat> but I just, I cannot forget, I cannot forget, forget that he, the role he played in getting Riley eliminated. And just the way he was with her. Yeah. By the way, it looks like uh, I guess Bowie cried her way out of uh, out of being the pawn because Bowie was uh, apparently potentially going to be a pawn this week instead of Felicia. Well, I was telling you, I was telling you that I I was telling you that she was fit to be tied. She was freaking out. Because Jag was trying to talk her into being a pawn. Well, Corey, Corey, America, and, then, and Sari are uh, are are trash talking her right now. So, because of that whole situation. Well, you know, um, I guess she she made such a fit about it that. Jag finally went and told her, you're right, there's there's no way we can put you up. We can't risk that, blah, blah, blah. But she's going to remember. Yeah. She's going to remember that. Because I, I know that oh, she yeah. was talking to, um, she was talking to Matt. And she was just really pissed. But anyways, uh that is going to do it for uh, tonight's show. We have about a minute left. Uh, okay. Thank you to everybody that I... tuned in or those that are going to tune in. Um, we will be back, obviously, next Friday night with another mm-hmm. uh, uh, Big Brother recap pod. And also, don't forget, Thursday nights, we have the Survivor 45 recap pod and Sports Whispers Weekly will be tomorrow night, uh, hosted by myself, and uh, we'll have a few others joining as well. Uh, With that being said, though, uh, everybody have a great weekend. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody, and uh, we will be back next Friday night. Good night.